Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Hershey travels to Charlotte today, preparing for game one on Friday. With two back-to-backs and a best-of-five, goaltending depth will be key. And Bears head coach Todd Nelson joining us this morning to talk about the series. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, April 26th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It's a travel day for the Hershey Bears today. Washington's AHL affiliate is on the bus and heading to Charlotte to face the Checkers in round two of the Calder Cup playoffs. The best of five series starts Friday night with game one, and then Saturday night is game two of the series. Even though the Bears have home ice in his best of five, the final three games will be held at Giant Center in Hershey. Yeah, it's good to have more home games in the series than road. Even better if you can steal one on the road to start. But you don't want to come home facing elimination before you even have a chance to play on home ice. Life comes at you fast in a best of five. The Bears are hoping that they can meet the challenge, especially after being away from game action for nearly two weeks. Hershey got a first-round bye because of their regular season finish, and Charlotte didn't. But that means the Checkers have already ramped up to playoff hockey speed and the Chocolate and White are just getting started. It's going to be a big challenge. The first few shifts, first 10 minutes or so of Game 1, trying to catch a bit of a moving train. So as the Bears head south today to North Carolina, we're grateful to have head coach Todd Nelson joining us here this morning. Game 1 coming up Friday night at Bojangles Coliseum. Coach, thanks for joining us here this morning. Well, thanks for having me. First off, I guess 13 days between games, more than a unique challenge, especially at this time of year. Obviously, it's way too much time just to practice, but good if guys are banged up and need the healing time. How have you managed this time after a first-round bye to try and stay sharp once you get going here in round two? Well, that was the uh, situation that our coaching staff talked, is how do we manage this? We want to get proper rest, but also a proper workload. And so right after the season was done, we gave the guys two days off, got away from the rink. Then we came back to work for about uh, three or four days, and they're all work days, you know, like uh, working on our conditioning, getting guys up and down the ice. And then we took another two days off. We've been just practicing and, and having a lot of scrimmages because we have to get into that game mode. We haven't played for a while, so we did a lot of scrimmages, all different situations, power play, penalty kill, six on five, every situation that could come up. So we feel pretty good about it. I guess we'll find out after the game on Friday. A lot of fans here as we start with the last line of defense and work our way out. A pretty familiar with Zach Fucali. Came up here and posted that shutout for Washington last season against Detroit. But fewer fans here. They've seen Hunter Shepard's name, but may not really have a feel for the kind of season he had. He had terrific numbers for you this season. How important is that goaltending depth in this series and hopefully for the series to come when you got two guys you can lean on. I know there's back to backs coming up in this best of five. You play Friday, Saturday, then next Wednesday, Thursday. How much do you need both goalies and what kind of year did Hunter Shepard really have? Because by all accounts, it was a really good one. Well, it's very important having depth in the goaltending position. We all know that. And, uh, you know, both guys have won, won us a lot of games this, this season. So it's going to be a game by game basis and how we 
handle our goaltenders and and go from there. But uh, Hunter Shepard had a really good season for us. You can count uh, with three fingers, like the bad games that he had. But he was the guy that stole us hockey games. He's a gamer. That's the easiest way to put it. Like he's a he's a guy when you watch in practice, you kind of cringe. But then when when the game starts, like he's zeroed in, and um, he's been really good for us. Connor McMichael, he started the season here in Washington, didn't get the chance to play very much. He was assigned to Hershey, and then when you and I spoke earlier this season, I know it wasn't a fast start for him there either, more of a slow burn, but in the second half of the year, a lot of encouraging signs. He had a 10-game point streak mixed in, a lot of ice time, leaned on a little bit more. What went into putting together such a good second half for Connor McMichael? Well, I think with Mikey, he uh, got invested – into our hockey team. I think that was the biggest thing. He was more vocal in the dress room. He was taking on a leadership role, even though he's still a young guy. Uh, he was saying all the right things on the bench. He was trying to be the hardest working guy in practice, which translated into him playing solid hockey for us. And, uh, you know, he quarterbacks the power play for us. He's going to be killing penalties as well. So he's used in all these different situations. And the, but the biggest thing I saw from him, the change, was how he got invested into this hockey club. Alexei Protus spent uh, most of his season here. You didn't have him a whole lot, and I'm sure many here wondering where he may fit in going into the lineup for you guys. His work ethic, I thought, here was just outstanding down the stretch. He wasn't in the lineup every night, but if he was, he did everything he could to try and take advantage of that. And then there's just the physical size of him. Where do you see him fitting in, and what kind of role do you see Alexei Protus fitting into now that he's going to be with you guys in the playoffs? Well, right now we have him on a line with Lapierre and uh, Sam Annis. It looks like a pretty good fit in practice. Like right now, like we have so much depth. You know, he's trying to find spots for people. We just thought having a big presence on the wing with Lapierre, it's going to certainly help his game out. You know, he's a guy that we use in the power play on the net front, you know, he's a big body, but he has skill. Like he makes nice plays down low. He'll probably see some time in the PK as well. It just uh, depends on how the game goes. But uh, he's a guy that we're looking for some really good things during the playoffs. As you mentioned, he's a big body. We want him to play physical because let's face it, if you're watching the National Hockey League playoffs or even the American League, the intensity is through the roof right now. You know, there's scrums after every whistle. So we want him to get involved physically. But uh, he, he's come down here with a great attitude. You know, he's well-liked by his teammates, and uh, we expect big things. I love the idea of that line just because a guy like Annis and LaPierre, more offensively oriented, is that where Alexei can kind of open up some of that time and space to be able to give those guys a little bit more real estate to work with there? I think so. You know, at, uh, like I said, with the, si- with the size of him, he's, he's good in the corners. He protects the puck well. And uh, with Sam and... And uh, Lapierre, these guys are skilled guys that can get open, make plays. But like also, you know, Protus can make plays. So like it's, um, they, they looked like they had some chemistry in practice here and also in the scrimmage. Time will tell. Charlotte, now they're already in playoff mode, coming off a series win over Lehigh Valley. They were playing when your team was not. What challenges do the checkers pose in the series? I guess maybe even early on when you've got a team that's coming off a 6 nothing win in their best of three, they've been playing some pretty good hockey, obviously, to get to this point. What has to go right for your team in this series against the Charlotte club? Well, we have to make sure against a team like Charlotte uh, that we stay above because the thing is if we get caught, they always have a four-man attack and they're an excellent rush team. They're probably as good as any rush team we've seen in the American Hockey League. So just from watching video, it's always a four-man attack. Their defense are always joining. You know, once they get possession, they take off. So we got to make sure that our F3 stays over top and slows them down. And we can't lose two guys in the forecheck. So 
And we talked about this uh, all week, working on our forechecking drills. Our guys have uh, done really well with it. In fact, the last game against them, we made a couple adjustments and uh, worked out well for us. So the biggest thing with Charlotte is just slow, slow them down off the rush. Well, Coach, looking forward to catching up with you next week in person. Hope you're coming back to Hershey with a lead in the series. Good luck on Friday in Game 1 at the Coliseum, and thanks for joining us here this morning. All right, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate hearing from the head coach this morning. That's Todd Nelson from Chocolate Town. You can hear every minute of the Bears' postseason run right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Listen live at CapsRadio247.com starting Friday at 7 from Charlotte. Saturday is Game 2 from the Queen City before the series shifts back to central Pennsylvania. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.